right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 710 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. And uh, we're getting closer to the holidays, so a uh, quick announcement. I will probably be doing another show tomorrow, and that will be talking about Georgia Southern playing Appalachian State. And that'll be it for the week. So if you're looking for any uh, podcast episodes, they won't be up um, after Wednesday. I'm going to basically take a break. I may do some content on Thursday, Friday, maybe. That's very unlikely. Um, but I will be back on the weekend to talk about the games that we're going to be seeing uh, this weekend. So just give you guys a heads up. But uh, today, we're going to be talking, you know, the Atlanta Falcons-Saints game. We're going to talk about that, give you a little preview of that, give you my thoughts and opinions on that. And also... I want to talk about this mock draft right here. I think this is very, very interesting. Um, they have us, uh, once again, drafting at number eight, and they have us taking Jaden Daniels from LSU. Really, really interesting. So I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions about those two things, so we'll just go from there. So if this is your first time here, welcome. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. If you want to listen to the podcast on those avenues, it's there. Uh, I'm also on X or Twitter at VF Baller and the website is firstandframerates.com. If you want to, uh, you know, basically support the show monetarily, cash app and PayPal links are below. And uh, let, let's just go ahead and get straight into it. I don't want to hold you guys up. Uh, look, the Falcons and the Saints, this is going to be for first place in 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 the division. Uh, this is like wild. Five and five Saints playing against the four and six Atlanta Falcons, and whoever wins this is pretty going to take take pretty much take the lead in the division. Uh, I do see Atlanta probably possibly eking this out, and I'm not saying that because I'm a Falcons fan. I just don't see anything where New Orleans actually can come in and beat the Falcons. Now, the thing about that is the only way that the in the, the Saints beat the, win this game if if the uh, you know, the Falcons beat themselves. Basically, this is what's been going on for the past three weeks. You know, I mean, you look at the uh, the Josh Dobbs game, you look at the Kyler Murray game, you look at the, uh, what was the other game? The Tennessee Titans game. That's basically what happened. I mean, well, it was a couple of bad calls with the Tennessee Titans game, but we never could get anything going offensively in that game. But uh, the other games was like right there. It was right there in the thick of it until the end. So, I don't see New Orleans actually pulling off those type of uh, plays to beat the Falcons. It'll be close. I mean, the last couple of games have been close. I think the Saints beat us 27-26 in the beginning of the season last year, and they beat us 21-18 later on in the season. That was actually uh, Desmond Ritter's debut. So it, 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 it's a, it, it's not going to be anything to say, oh, the Falcons are just going to beat the Saints. What are the kids? I, I just think this game is just going to be that sloppy to the point where the Falcons are just going to eat this one out. It, it, it's kind of like how the last couple of games were anyway. The last couple of games weren't anything special. I mean, we should have beat them week one, and the Falcons beat themselves. And the 21-18 game was pretty much, it, it, was, just, it was just a sloppy game. It wasn't nothing to stand out or to see. So, um, I don't know if Derek Carr is going to be playing. I think he's injured. I know uh, uh, we, we've we seen uh, plenty of, oh, what's the guy's name? Uh, goodness, Jameis Winston. Seen a lot of him. So we're used to seeing him as Falcons fans. And uh, the only thing Desmond Ritter has to do, and, I, and I'm serious, I know this is something that's really not 
a popular to say or a lot of you know a lot of people don't have faith in it if Desmond Ritter could just hold on to the ball just don't turn the ball over we can win this game and even if he, he may can get away with one or two um turnovers I hate to say it but it's just gonna be that kind of game I, I just don't see the Saints being that team that can actually just you know you know run away with this game now could that be a possibility yes I mean any game can happen any way throughout you know any Sunday I just don't see it best just based on the way both of these teams have been playing. I mean, both these teams are very mediocre. You know, I mean, the only difference is the Falcons are on a three-game losing streak. You know, it's just, it, it's just. I mean, even if Saints fans, Saints fans can come in here and be bo- boisterous about this rivalry. And, I mean, that's what rivals do. But to be honest, neither one of these teams really don't have an edge on each other. I mean, they really don't. <laughs> so, it's like, for me, if if, the, if it was the other way around, the Saints were playing at home. Uh, I would say the Saints are probably with us in the close. Um, even like like I said, the first game of the season last year, we should have won that game. But you saw what happened with the the fumble with uh Marcus Mariota and and AJ Terrell just got cooked um, by Michael Thomas. Speaking of Michael Thomas, he's not going to be playing in this game. You know, I'm, I'm actually surprised at that. Uh, I think he's going to be out. I'm not sure if he's out for the season, but I know he's out for this game. So um, Chris Olave is going to be um, wide receiver one. So uh, that's is 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 a lot of dynamics going here going on here. But I just don't see where either team has an edge. I'm just giving the Falcons the edge because they're at home for what that is worth. And I'll see maybe a three to six point victory if if we're playing in in New Orleans. I'll say the same thing: six three to six point victory for the Saints. Like neither one of these teams have a, a, an advantage over each other. The way I see. ESPN has us um, losing this game. Um, they say that uh, the Saints have a fifty percent chance of winning, and it's almost a push. It's almost it's almost fifty fifty basically. I mean, it's, it's kind of a runaway. It's almost fifty seven percent. But hey, what what can you do? You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. I mean, the Saints maybe, and I think to be honest, I think this matchup predict on ESPN is because of our quarterback play. You know, Desmond Ritter is not very reliable at the end of the day. We're gonna be work. We're gonna be running with him for the rest of the season, and uh, that's gonna be. You know, I'm I'm cool with it. I have no problem with it. I think Desmond Ritter is the best chance for us to win football games, and uh, I I think you can win. Uh, what we're four and six now. We got what what seven more games left. I could say you can win maybe three or four more games with him. I mean, I think I think that's fair. You you could probably win three or four more games with Desmond Ritter. I just I just don't have the faith in him to be that guy or go on a run. Like we're going to win like five of our last seven or something like that, or six of our, I, I just don't see that, but it's a collective game. So, I mean, the defense have to show up and all this other stuff. So it's a lot going on there, but it, it does start with the quarterback. It does. I mean, I, I know a lot of people don't like to talk about that, but it does start with the quarterback. Speaking of quarterbacks, let's look at this 2024 mock draft. Um, I'm going to get to number eight real quick. Cause that's what I really want to talk about. But when we look at the beginning of this draft, Caleb Williams going to the Bears, I don't see that. I mean, but I, I, honestly, I, I personally think Michael Penix or Bo Nix is the best quarterback in this draft. I don't see Caleb Williams being that guy. But, I mean, you just never know. But I, I do see the Bears possibly taking a quarterback. I, I think they're just probably, um, you know, they're, they're, they're phased out on Justin Fields. So I do see that. Uh, also I see Marvin Harrison going number two, which is really interesting. 
And, um, you know, that's really, really cool because uh, that'll be another great weapon for, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kyler Murray. That'd be a great weapon for him. So that'd be cool to see. And, um, at number three, Drake may quarterback out of, uh, UNC, another good quarterback. A lot of people are talking about, and one of the guys I wouldn't mind going to the Falcons, to be honest with you, um, really good pick there. Uh, you know, so you know, like the team is checked out on um, what's his Mac ten Mac Jones. He, he's he's pretty much done now. At number four, Brock Bowers going to George uh, going to the Bears. I'm not sure about that. Um, just because of the fact that they already got a good tight end, and I don't think the Bears run a two tight end set. I would be surprised if they do that. It's not a bad pick, but you already have a good tight end there. I, I just don't know where they're going at with that. So Bo Nix will go to number five to uh, the Giants. Uh, has the Giants checked down on um, uh, what's his name? Cause I know he's out for the I think he's out for the season with an injury. Uh, but it, they they checked out on their quarterback. I'm not sure. I can't remember his name now either. Jesus Christ. But yeah, I wonder if they uh checked out on him as well. Number six, Olu Fashanu Fashanu. Out of Penn State, that that's a really good pick to to protect. Uh, what's his name, Will Levis? That's a pretty good pick. Another edge rusher, Jared Verse, out of Florida State. I think I'm gonna be honest. I think that Commanders uh, fans will be mad about that because I know you just got rid of your two edge rushers, and then you bring somebody else in. I'm not sure that would be the pick at number seven. There's other pass rushers that you could probably get later. It just just to, for the, the the commanders. I'm not saying versus is not worth the pick. It's just that do this team need that? I would think they'll probably go quarterback. I'm not sure. And this is where uh, the two quarterbacks go back to back. From what they're saying here, um, Jason McIntyre anyway, uh, Jaden Daniels and JJ McCarthy, eight and nine respectively. Does JJ McCarthy go to Green Bay? I I'm not sure if I'll see that either. I think they like Jordan Love. They're going to go with Jordan Love another year. So I'm not sure about that. And uh who's this uh number 10? Let me see this at 10. Oh, that's a defensive back out of Iowa. Cooper DeJean, defensive back. Out, I don't know if they would I don't know if they would do that. I'm not sure about that either. But Jaden Daniels at number 8. What do I think about that? And before I get out of here, I'm going to give you my thoughts on the pinks. I have no problem with this pick. Um, I, Me personally, I would like to have Drake May or Bo Nix. Michael Penix wouldn't be too bad either. Um, I do like Bo Nix a lot, a little bit more. I would like Bo Nix to be a Falcons. But, but Jane Day is not bad. 6'4", 200 plus pounds, 210 plus. Um, he can move. He can throw. He can do a little bit of everything. I don't like the fact that he's been running a lot. He got hurt in the, in the, I think I hurt in the Alabama game. So that's something to think about as well. I don't want him to be moving too much. I do want him to escape the pocket, but I don't want him to be a running quarterback. It's just too much risk to be injured. And I know a lot of people are not a fan of that. They want their quarterback to be running, especially Falcons fans with the Michael Vick situation. And, you know, we, we still love Vick here. I still love him too. But um, I just don't – I want our quarterback to be able to move around in the pocket, move around, and throw downfield. I think that will be – uh, awesome look for the Falcons, but um, but I will say this before I get out of here, I'm not sure. I don't want Coach Arthur Smith anywhere near Jaden Daniels. I just don't. I don't believe in Coach Arthur Smith at this point. I'll be um severely, I'll be I'll be severely surprised if Coach Arthur Smith can turn this thing around to make me a believer again. 
but I just don't see it. And with him, the way that he's handled these last two quarterbacks, and in some cases three, if you want to look at Matt Ryan, it hasn't been really good. And with his track record with quarterbacks, when it comes to Ryan Tannehill, I'm not sure if I want Jaden Daniels to be up under be up under that list as well. I, I would want another coach if Jaden Daniels is here or more, or at least at the very least, if Coach Arthur Smith is going to be here, I want to have a different offensive coordinator or a different offensive play caller that can play to this guy's strengths. And because I'm I'm not sure if Coach Arthur Smith is really doing that with Desmond Ritter. He's shown flashes, but overall, there's been situations where they kind of set Desmond Ritter up to fail. In my opinion, I did a video, I did an episode about that as well earlier uh, in, you know, I think it was last month I did or earlier this month, I talked about them setting Desmond up to fail and don't need Jaden Daniels to go through that. But that's the mock draft. They got Jaden Daniels going number eight. Let me know what you guys think. I'm going to slide out of here. If the if you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let me know what you guys think about the pregame of the Falcons playing the Saints. And uh, what do you guys think about Jason McIntyre's 2024 mock draft? What do you think about that? You know, I'm I'm kind of interested in what you guys think about this top 10 as of right now. Um, Jaden Daniels going to the Falcons is not a bad look. I'd rather have Bo Nix, but Jaden Daniels, I, I can live with that. And I'm not sure about these other ones. Brock Bowers to the Bears, no. J.J. McCarthy to the Packers, I don't see that either. Jared Verse, defensive edge to the Commanders, I think they probably would try to go uh, quarterback there as well. So it's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft. I mean, you can't, you really, I don't think you can miss. You got about maybe eight quarterbacks that's, that's going to be worth going for. Like, you got to look at this draft right here. You got one, two, three, four, five quarterbacks in the top 10. So that, that just goes to show you. And you got maybe like three or four more that's going coming from government behind them to actually make something happen. So uh, I want to get up out of here. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode, and I will see you guys on the next one. Y'all take it easy, and uh, y'all be blessed. Peace.